0: the Real Talk Christian podcast where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This
1: is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And
0: on today's episode, we're asking the question, why was Jesus baptized? We're going to look at the account from all the Gospels and try to figure out just why on earth did Jesus go to John the Baptizer? Fuller, you ready to talk about it? Let's go. Well, what is up, good sir?
1: What's going on, my man?
0: You know, it only took us uh, three episodes to not mess up an intro. Well, no, we, we did,
1: didn't Did mess we up. not mess it up last episode? The, the first one, we didn't mess up. The second one, we messed uh, up. And now we're on the okay. third.
0: We're on the third one. But we here, we made it. The last handful of times we've recorded, we've done three. Is this our third fourth session of doing three episodes a night
1: something like that but we've banked a bunch so we can take the holidays off data recording it's the 18th of november there's there it is sabrina the time of this episode i think we're in the third or fourth week of january <laughs> <laughs> so you can see how far back it you know what? But
0: we, but we do it so that way we can still kick out some good content for everybody but sure, then it's also sure. just the you know reality of we want to kind of be home for the holidays too
1: yeah. And not just have every Friday night just poof, I was going to try to say something funny, but I couldn't come up with anything. So. Our
0: brains are too shot to be funny.
1: Yeah. yeah, That's uh, all it's, right. It's getting a little bit late. I'm a little tired. But you're a little yep, tired. Since
0: it's the third episode, we're not drinking coffee anymore. We're just no. drinking some water. You're,
1: well, you're drinking lemonade. I'm drinking Right, you're the, drinking lemonade. The lemon flavored like water. Like you're- li- are, now, now, is that like the energy boost lemonade or is that just... It is. It is the energy boost lemonade, but uh, it's not doing very a boosty job. It's
0: not. Well, it's probably going to do a boosty job once we leave and you're like
1: laying in bed going, texting you going, dang it, I I'm should, not have, I should Actually, not have done this. I'm be, wide awake. It would be okay <laughs> because I need to watch an episode of Andor anyways. So. Uh, episode of, You know, I haven't started that yet. Well, you know, not everybody's as cool as that. What?
0: You know why I haven't started it yet? Because we've been watching The Chosen. Oh. And then season five of the Crown came out, so we've been watching that. And 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 then Beth and I guess we just talk sometimes too. You know, we don't we, we don't always watch TV. Sure, sure. So you know, but we've been I watching the Dog. Crown. We've watching a lot of Chosen. Which side note, we'll get into that here in a little bit. But we've had people Ooh. ask us if we're happy or not
1: about season three. Are we pumped? Are we excited? I am. It actually dropped today. Did they drop it in theaters? Yeah, episodes one and two today dropped in theaters. Now, are you gonna go to theaters to watch it? No, I am gonna wait. They're gonna drop them uh, in December, I believe, is what I heard. So I'll just wait for a couple weeks. So, so you are not gonna go to theaters to watch them, though? I did on season two, but not. Oh, so they did that? That, I didn't know they did that on season two. Well, they did it for the Christmas special right before season two. Right with uh, Jordan Felice, right? Jordan Felice was on it. Yep, yeah, and it was like okay, uh, it was all right. I mean, it was cool, but. Like, I, I'm okay with just waiting a couple more. So, weeks. here's
0: the real question, then. All right, my dude. Yeah. So, are you a big movie theater buff in general? Uh, like, do you I enjoy love, going? Like, I, I know like, Niall's Wonderland. Wonderland. I love going to okay. movies. Okay. Love it. As long as we got that I part. Then. Love it. So, why yeah, not The so Chosen much. in theaters then? I just. Uh, You'd rather just
1: be at home? It's one of those things where I'd rather just watch it at home. I, I don't know with
0: your midnight snack of popcorn with m- m- not m- easy m- eating your little Debbie, uh, Christmas trees.
1: No, no, no tr- Christmas trees. So because they, they, they not overrated though. They are overrated. Anyways, let's but, dive you know. into these questions. Ooh, I'm looking okay. forward to these questions. So, so the last
0: three weeks we've been doing literally just one single Facebook post with all these questions that you guys have had. Yeah, and we've, of questions. We try to answer the easy ones. First there's some kind tough of. ones today
1: i don't I, I don't know i don't even know what they are you don't you, even know what they are so i'll start
0: out. with two easy ones and then we'll get into a little right. bit more of a serious one i oh, guess okay. so to speak all right.
1: so, let's do two easy ones and a hard one and let's dive in all right so here's
0: the first easy one this is from amy which side note she goes to new life with me so what's up amy so she wants to know about turkey do you like the light meat or the white meat
1: or the dark meat white meat Dark meat has a higher content of fat in it too. Did True, you know it's, but it's higher calorie. I do, but sometimes white meat can be so stinking dry. That's just because you ain't cooking it right, bro. Well, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm 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 smoking it this year, so Listen, we're gonna find out what happens. We, we just letting you know, you can dry a turkey out smoking it too.
0: Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying.
1: All right. So I I prefer I, I deep fry my turkeys. Are you gonna do that this year again? Heck yeah, I am. A deep fry okay. every year. What's the process? Do you just do, like thaw it out and then you just go? No. So I do a thaw and then I do a 24 hour brine bag. And then I. Okay. I've been reading about this. How do you brine a tur? How do you get a bag big enough to brine a turkey? They sell them. They say, you can go to Lowe's and get them. Okay. So I didn't go to Lowe's you to get You can go a turkey to Lowe's and, and there's a brine bag and it comes with the spices and you put it and you add a bunch of water and you let it soak overnight. Oh, see, you, I bought my deep.
0: own. I bought my own spices. It, you could do I'm doing well, an apple so,
1: one. So hang on. So you, you brine it and there's brine you can make your own brine or you can do a, a store bought brine and then you do it for 24 hours then i pull the turkey out of the brine okay i pat it down yep 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 i read that i inject it with butter oh oh like like straight up just like just <laughs> straight up butter and inject it with straight up but, salted butter ooh okay. and that and okay. and then i take a rub and i put a rub on the outside and, and then, then you drop it, it and, and then, then how long then does, how long
0: does it. it take after you drop it
1: it's about uh oh, it's about three minutes per pound, three to four minutes per pound. So, like, I got a 16-pound turkey this year. It's going to be about 50 minutes in the deep fryer. Okay. About 50 minutes worth of cook time.
0: Which is really wild to think because, like, French fries take three and a half minutes and chicken strips take, like, four minutes and, like, 25 well, seconds back when I was so that dairy so
1: You got to remember, so though. Just, but it's just wild it's to think that sitting sit in the yeah, deep fryer that long. It's like 350 degrees of hot boiling oil. And it's just chilling. And it just... And then it comes out and it's got a crispy skin. Oh, mm, luscious juicy so you can't like you can't pull it right out of the fryer and like and same with the smoker like when you pull it out of the smoker wrap it in tin foil afterwards and let it sit for like 20 minutes before you cut into it really yeah because you let all the moisture and everything out as soon as you, if you cut it as soon as it's comes ah, out but okay. if you let it sit then it sits and soaks back in that's i mean that's a lot of what it. you do for like burgers and steaks anyways you let them sit and kind yes, of finish always up, so always well yeah you always let them you let it finish so
0: here's another question do you ever dip your turkey in anything besides gravy Cause like I, I like my even, light meat and barbecue sauce.
1: I don't know. I like my white no. meat with barbecue
0: sauce. No, we baby raised, baby that, that's every you, time, man. That,
1: that's how you know you've cooked bad turkey is when you got to use something. Well, to cover apparently my taste. mama just always cooked bad turkey growing up, and I don't want to. Well, that, I would say so. sorry, Wendy, but she she doesn't <laughs> listen to us anyway. So
0: oh goodness, I'll all tell right. her at church. <laughs> so here's another easy question. All right? all right, what study Bible would you would you suggest be the best for easy understanding? CSB, CSB. Duh. But I, I will say there are different. Different study Bibles out there do certain things based on what you want. Yes, but... You know what I mean? But, but readability, but readability yes. Yeah, straight CSB up, CSB, hands down. CSB, Just, straight up. Now, okay, but if someone's new to their faith or they're trying to explore, maybe have some new eyes with it, that's when, like, the seven arrows... C, S, B, or the Fitcher yeah, of there's Bible. They're really cool. The there's apologetics. Different,
1: there's different study Bible versions, which we actually have. So if you're in need of one, reach out.
0: Yeah, we got some. And we got some just we basic ones, too.
1: We got some, yeah. We, we got some real, cute
0: purple ones. We,
1: real basics. Real basics. But I would say, yeah, C, S, B is hand down. Pretty solid. Yeah, pretty
0: solid. All right. Pretty solid. Hard right. question. Hard question. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Susanna wants to know, does a pastor's drama disqualify his teachings? Which- Save your
1: drama. For your mama, which
0: we did do an episode we on this, did. but it wasn't drama. It was more so that does the sin and fall of the pastor, falling from grace, discredit their teaching? Because the question was, what do we do with their works? Like people who have give, like walked away from their faith. Like, um, yeah, that was um, first um, season or second season of our podcast. Oh, I think that was second season. I'm trying to think of the artwork. That might have been the second season. But we talked about like uh, Joshua Harrison, all of his books. What do we do with those? We talked yep. about um, like Jonathan Steingart with Hawk, uh, with, uh, Hawk Nelson. What do we yep. do with his music? Right. Ravi Zacharias and that whole scandal. What do we do with all Which of his Which more teachings? has come out on that scandal. What? Oh, yeah.
1: Bad, dude. Like, like, oh, bad, like, like bad. More bad. as in the last like couple of weeks? Like uh, within the past couple of months, yes. Okay. So, like, I thought something new like, like, like yesterday. Church, something church funds used to get uh, promiscuous massages. And to keep people quiet. Oh, yeah. In the name of God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say that's old. That's just old news. But I was thinking there was something else. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, we, it was bad. First, I had heard about it, and I was So like, what do we geez. do with that? What do we do
0: with, like, uh, James McDonald, Mark Driscoll, uh, all these guys who have had different falls from grace? What do sure. we do with their stuff? But I think this question is a little different because does their drama disqualify their teaching?" The so question I guess, is, what did he
1: mean by drama? That's, I guess, where I'm at, right? Because are you talking drama like sin, or are you just talking like, okay, they're just dramatic?
0: Right. I mean, I, I remember you guys told the story of, like, um, Maybe it was Janeele about like a youth pastor where it was like, "Oh, we're gonna watch this movie, but just don't tell your yes, parents." Yep. And that
1: instantly in her mind discredited a lot of what he had to sure. say because that went against what Ruins he said. Ruins the trust.
0: And so I think the question but is, what do you mean dis- by drama? But does
1: it disqualify him? Right, and that's so you got to get into the qualification process, right? Um, uh, so what is what are the qualities, right?
0: Like there was even the Mark, uh, the, the the I'm sorry, not the Mark, the uh, the Matt Chandler stuff. I don't know if he kept up with that at all. Beth and I are big Matt Chandler fans. Um, but basically so someone came to the church and basically accused Matt Chandler of um, promiscuous stuff and basically he broke the Billy Graham rule in terms of like like so so he was friends with another couple and he like set this like matches a person or whatever and the 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 girl the the other woman's friend thought that that was unbecoming of of pastor Matt so then sure. he he went to the elders and then the elders had all this whole big blow up and then basically they were like Nah, he's fine. You just, like, he didn't sin. He didn't do anything. Like, like, the question of did he do something wrong versus did he sin or did, should a pastor have done that, that's where the questions kind well, of started it's to not, it's not. I mean,
1: homeboy's back. So, it it really goes back to qualifications, right? Okay. The qualifications of elders. Um, and, and you have to look, have they violated any of the qualification standards? Because in order to dequalify somebody, you have to have violated a qualification. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I guess I would need more clarification on dr- what what they consider drama.
0: And that's that's where it gets hard. But I do think the fact of, I mean, for pastors, well, we talked about this in so many previous episodes where, you know, a pastor to judge according, to, like their, their teaching will be judged. That's right. a fact. Sure. I mean, and we, yep. we feel the weight of that, where our teaching will be judged Definitely. one day. And if the pastor is called to be the leader of the flock, he needs to set an example to be blameless above reproach. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there's so many different things. We can't hold the pastor to
1: perfection because well, he's a human. No, but in order to be in the leadership role, you can't disqualify yourself. Right. So you have to abide by the qualifications on which scripture has laid out.
0: Right, in Titus and 1 Timothy. But the right. question is, is if they still have not disqualified themselves, Like I guess, the, I guess my question is, what drama are we talking about? We're talking the, about beefs. We're right, we talking about right. opinions, Well, attitudes? that's my thing,
1: is, is, is it just like, yeah, I mean, is it? They're yelling and jumping up and down and pew jumping and right like this one pastor stomping. who skinny is, is that, jeans and so the on trying to look sexy on stage. Yeah, like, yeah like, I, I guess I would have to know what the drama like. Uh, are they are they backbiting, kind of talking about people behind their backs, gossiping? Because okay, now now we can look at qualifications of that, right? Mm-hmm. um uh, But but I guess we would need more more content, right? But I do also have to means. say the fact that. You know, pastors are people. They are. They are humans. But, they make
0: mistakes, and the question: but, How do
1: they respond to those mistakes? But they are also held accountable for because of the position that God has placed them in. Right. So they are held to a higher standard, which we've talked about. They are held to that higher standard of uh, you are put in a, a, a position of authority based upon qualifications, and so you're going to be held. You have to be held to those qualifications or disqualified. So you how about the- you can't oh. remain sinning. And say, well, I'm a human too, right? But, but that's, that's exactly him. what I right. mean.
0: But the fact of what what constitutes because this is also where it gets hard. Because there's some people who say this is a sin. and People are like that's not a sin. So how do right. you?
1: But that's when you are a good
0: pastor. He
1: does something that disqualifies himself. He will step down because he's disqualified himself from being in that eldership. Correct. Role.
0: Now I will say that there is and time are, for pastors to be restored.
1: Sure, in, in other ways too, based based on I mean, depends. Yes, it depends. I mean, uh, you got to take it case by case. Yep. Right. Uh. I. W- yeah. That's where I'm going to leave that one.
0: <laughs> so how about we land the plane on on our banter with a really easy, fun question? All right. right. Favorite fast food burger of all time. Ooh. That's a. That's actually a little harder. Parties. But- Triple cheese. Tr- triple bacon out of all burger. the places hardy's hardy's i mean hardy's name i mean honestly the one experience i've had at what a burger was what a joke of a burger yeah. it was awful i mean it sorry was we right. just Inside. we just discredit ourselves with ha- half of our listener base on the southern part of this uh,
1: the i country. never
0: see it when i lived in but florida i never, I never, enjoyed I never
1: it. Uh, it was okay it wasn't like anything f- phenomenal i mean it was what a burger
0: see for me I, I mean people are gonna laugh but i would say either a classic whopper or a big mac yeah, I, I love those. I love Big Macs.
1: Well, man. we all know. I your, love me a solid We know Big your Mac. basic bougie.
0: <laughs> nah, I I'm bougie. I'm bougie out of Walmart. Out of McDonald's. Yeah, budget.
1: Basic bougie. <laughs> but here's the deal, guys.
0: If you're not part of the Facebook group, we would encourage you to jump in and have fun with us. We're trying to grow the community in terms of not just being a place where we just, you know. Have fun and ask stupid questions like this, but really have true, heartfelt mm. questions inside of the group. So if you're in the group, take advantage. Don't be shy. Introduce yourself and keep the conversations going on over there.
1: Sounds good. You want me to read this review? Yeah,
0: you read the review and then we'll get to the that conversation, way, my you're, dude.
1: You're going to be doing a lot of the talking this yeah, one. Yeah, I need to drink my water. Get ready. So this this uh, review was back on August 15th and it came for of oh, 2022 and it came from Decked Donkey 50. Decked Donkey. I would. I'm very curious to know why that name, decked donkey. Deck Donkey.
0: It's Donkey.
1: Donkey. We're talking
0: morning. I'm making waffles. Making waffles. So, so whoever you so, be, Deck Donkey Fifty, let us know what's with us. up. Deck what's Donkey up with this? 50.
1: That's a that's an interesting handle. I'm handling. curious. Anyways, uh, Deck, deck donkey? donkey Fifty. Did they Did they, like, did they go St. Nick uh, Arius, and oh, Deck Donkey? Maybe it's like <laughs> Deck liberal like the donkey wow, and we I, went guys. there. Guys. And, just, and um, we went there. Oh, I just think it like deck donkey. I'm like what's the donkey? You deck a donkey oh, and you Demo- pull an elephant by its trunk. Are you talking trunk, about homie. Democrats cuz that's not very crass. Deck a donkey, pull an elephant by its trunk. Let's not <laughs> uh, do that please. Anyways, uh best <laughs> we just lost this. It was like I'm retracting my I'm retracting my review now. Too late, too late. Uh, too best, late. Best podcast I've listened to. I started listening to this podcast about a month ago when I wanted to start I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah rewind. I started listening to this podcast about a month ago when I wanted to start want, wondering how to live life. Okay, it wasn't me. It was, the way it was right. I wanted to start wondering how to live life how the Bible calls us to. I found this podcast and I have absolutely fell in love with it. I am an Amazon driver delivery driver so Ooh. I have lots of alone time. I can make it through 3 to 4 episodes a day. I am so thankful for what y'all do and keep up the great work. Well, Deck Donkey 50, Let's we go. appreciate the review and the love and reach out to us uh either via Messenger, Instant Messenger, whatever, Dex, email, what, whatever the ways, right? What has, go bro. to realtalkchristianpodcast.com, hit the contact us button. Contact us and let us know uh, where you're at, and uh, we'll send you a mini swag bag. And can I just say, I appreciate you and all your fellow
0: Amazon delivery drivers, because uh, we see you guys at least three times a week. Oh, pff,
1: yeah. At least. At least. Yeah, you're always over in our area. Yeah, so so, so we appreciate you and
0: all you do, decked Donkey. And 50. you know
1: what? I really hope that in this season of winter that you're not getting too wet. Uh, but if you are, maybe it's that of the full immersion type of baptism i was trying to set you up i'm like you you, you tried to team me but that was kind of weird i'm like how are we talk about this i don't want to be immersed in that mickey like, mud water like, where, of oh, snow. Oh, oh, oh i get what he's doing i will say the girls
0: did ask they go why is the snow always so gross on the roads because michiana girls because it's dirt it's dirt and, dirt and it's dang. nasty but so the last two weeks and again this is wild i mean it seems like the last few times we've gotten together All of our episodes kind of sync together in some way, shape, or form,
1: and they're usually based on listener questions.
0: Yeah, so this was a question that was actually asked to me in a in a a DM on Facebook, and also my own daughter asked me this question. So I was like, you know what? That's a good thing that we probably should research a little bit and talk about on the show because they're talking about Jesus, and and she was like, why did Jesus have to be baptized? Like, if we're supposed to be baptized because we follow Jesus, why would he follow himself and be baptized? Like, that Mm, seems weird. So, so exactly, and then especially since we talk about the Trinity last week and the the full manifest, the full manifestation of the trinity appeared at Jesus' baptism and obviously has some important thing going on in his ministry so we might as well talk about what on earth happened at Jesus' baptism and why did Jesus even get baptized in the first place? Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Uh, so I'm the ready. flow of today's conversation, because I always got the flow of what's going to be happening. Down with the flow. I'm going to tell you what we're talking about. We're going to talk about it, and then we're going to recap and retell you what we just talked about. So straight up youth pastor. We're going to talk about where we we're we're, we're going to actually read the baptism account, guys. So. It's going to be a long passage, but we're going to read the whole thing to set the stage, all right? Then we're going to talk about is, did Jesus become the Christ at his baptism? Because some people believe that. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about why John was baptized in the first place. And then we're going to talk about why Jesus went to John to get baptized. So let's start off and read about Jesus's Baptism. Let's do so, it. fun fact: we read about Jesus's baptism in three out of the four gospel narratives. All right. Mm-hmm. So, the Gospel of Mark actually starts with the baptism, and not mm-hmm. not started Jesus being baptized, but starts with um, John the Baptizer, or we call him John the Baptist actually proclaiming, you know, because he, he comes in the name of the Lord. And then he's like, uh, he's setting the stage for Jesus' baptism. He likes <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I that just was, threw you off. That was, that was <laughs> glorious um, because John the Baptist is being the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. So it sets up that stage in Mark. Luke though, simply just mentions that it happens, right? Like it's kind of a fact of the matter. It just, it is what it is. Jesus went down to John. Boop. He got baptized. Boop. Holy spirit shows up. God shows up. Peace. We moving on. And then John, though, which I thought this was really actually fascinating, it talks about John the baptizer's ministry and declaration that Jesus is the Son of God. However, it does not talk about directly Jesus being baptized. Right. So I thought that was fascinating because it has the interaction between him and the Pharisees, the he called them, you sure. brood of vipers. Sure. Talks about his ministry of baptism. But it's it talks not about a why he's doing it. It's not a synoptic gospel. That's why. No, it's not. It's telling a different story and a different purpose right. of what that yep. he's the son of God. So different perspective. So and this this we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna this will actually come back into a later part of the conversation. Now John was basically saying, I wrote all this so that way you may believe he is the son of God. And he did it without using his baptism. Right. Which I think is very interesting that we need to talk about later. But Matthew gives the strongest account of Jesus' baptism. The most detailed. And now ever since I've watched The Chosen, I can't get like quirky little Matthew out of my head, man. Uh, What's his name? Patel something. I don't know, dude. But whoever plays Matthew is phenomenal.
1: Brilliant. Phenomenal. absolutely
0: brilliant at his role peter too though i mean it's oh, just yeah. hilarious oh, so yeah. the chosen <laughs> i think it's just all around awesome all the guys
1: are really good jonathan Rumi is jesus and phenomenal which side note that uh other jesus movie that's coming out he plays jesus in that too uh which i thought that was that's really not, fascinating it's not jesus though that's uh, the movement from the 70s jesus culture
0: right but it's actually as if jesus showed up and he is jesus
1: mm. look at how
0: they scripted it i don't think so you can IMDb it later, but I'm pretty sure it is. But either way, it. so get back into this. We're going to read all of that Matthew account, all right? We're going to read the right, entire baptism right. account so we know what Let's is going on. So Matthew 3, starting in verse 1, says this. In the days John the Baptist came, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, because the kingdom of heaven has come near. For he is the one spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, who said, A voice is crying out in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Now John had camel hair garment and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and honey. Bro was nasty. Then people from Jerusalem. (laughs) I wasn't ready for that. Then people from Jerusalem, all Judea, in the vicinity of the Jordan, were going out to him, and they were being baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he called to them and said, Brood of vipers. Who warns you to flee from the coming wrath? Therefore, produce fruit consistent with your repentance. And don't presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that God is able to raise up children from Abraham from these stones. The axe is ready at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Oh. I, I baptize you with the water for repentance, but the one who is coming after me is more powerful than I." I am not worthy to remove his sandals. He himself will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing shovel is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with fire that never goes out. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the... uh, Back up. Too fast. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. But John tried to stop him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, but yet you come to me? Jesus answered him, allow it for now, because this is the way for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then John allowed him to be baptized. I go, because, like, John allowed Jesus to be baptized. <laughs> when Jesus was baptized, he went up immediately from the water. The heavens suddenly opened for him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming down on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased.
1: Oh, the Trinity. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> It is what it is. So the next question then, and this is where I want to get started, was why was John baptizing in the first place? Mm. All right. So like why why was John actually Baptizing. So in this part of Matthew, we read that John was baptizing for a few different reasons. Right. One, he was calling people to repent mm-hmm. because it says it was, as people were being baptized, they were confessing their sins, and he kept saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Repent mm-hmm. for the kingdom of heaven is near. Which is the second reason. He was pronouncing that the kingdom of heaven was near. And then people were allowed to confess their sins, not allowed, but they were confessing their sins when John was baptizing them. So here's a question, then, okay? With Jesus going down to be baptized by John, what was Jesus saying? Did Jesus need to repent? And did Jesus need to confess his sins? And did he need to get
1: his priorities straight? Are, are, are these like rhetorical questions or questions you're actually asking? These are rhetorical questions. Because okay, cool. if we answer them right now, we'll lose the whole episode. <laughs> Perfect. So, Hey, real fast, though. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, slow me like, down, bro, because
0: I got a whole lot of teaching. We read that so John was baptized
1: down. for a few different reasons. He was also, uh, it was a foreshadowing, right? So. Uh, I'm I'm gonna just bring in this. It's gonna save it for the end, but I'm gonna bring it in here. So John, as we read, uh, by his birth, was uh part of the lineage of the Levi priests, right? He was he was part of that. His father was a was from the tribe of Levi, mm-hmm. was a a priest in the temple, and remember that whole story where you know he couldn't speak and all this stuff because.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep, yes. yep, so, yep, yep, yep. So, and they and they were like, "What should we name? We should name him this." And he's like, "His name will be John."
1: So yeah, yeah, John. On, on the writing tablet. Yeah. Oh, well, are you sure you don't want his name Zachariah II? No. John. <laughs> the second? teenth John the second. John, John, John. Yes. Uh, so uh, one thing about the Levites is that um, before they would go and make a sacrifice in the holy of holies, they had to put on special garments, right? They're their their holy underpants. Their holy undergarments. John's, uh,
0: John Johns was camel skin. So camel hair.
1: Before they could put on the holy undergarments though, they actually had to take a ceremonial bath. Like a cleanse. They had to they had to cleanse themselves, right? Which they had to wash themselves, immerse themselves in in certain pools of water mm-hmm. in order to do this and then go and make the sacrifice. Um, which will tie into a little bit of Jesus later, but I, I think it's cool that uh, uh, that part of the baptism of what John was doing was as a priest, right? He was he was washing and washing those before they um, uh, went to 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 the holy of holies to offer the sacrifice, you know, which would later be jesus and accepting right jesus and that's sacrifice. what we're talking about the
0: kingdom of god is coming so are y'all ready right. Apparently, right. Right. what he's trying to do exactly so like repent because y'all screwed up so let's yeah. get back on track
1: right but i just want to remind everybody that's listening that that john even though we was a little out there in the wilderness uh was still a basically a levitical priest and that's where it gets a little hard because like you know we can sit here and argue like oh that's not in scripture
0: we don't read that which is true we don't read it but we also have to remember that we're not Jewish people who understand this stuff. Well, too. we have
1: to look at the lineage of the Levi's, right? The Levi's were the tribe of the priests. And so what What does that look like? It was laid out by Moses. So what that whole, I mean, they all originated from Aaron. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole tribe of the Levi's all originated from Aaron. And so you you, you see how this all carries Right, on. and Anyways. so, so
0: the Levites' job was to make the sacrifices, to p- keep the people in right place with right. God, to go before God, I mean, to go before God on behalf of the people. That's what right. the priest's job was with worship. But if if John was baptizing for repentance, and you know, um, repent for the kingdom of God is near, and that's why he was baptizing. And then while people were being baptized, they were confessing their sin. The question is, is did Jesus have to do that? Did Mm. Jesus have to go confess his sins for whatever reason in order to do whatever he was going to do next? And so here's what we know about Jesus, all right? So right off the bat, we got to get some ground rules about about, about just Jesus in general. So we first need to know, this is a fact, that Jesus was born sinless and remained sinless his entire life. All right, so Jesus was born sinless and remained sinless his entire life. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For our sake he made him to be sin." Who knew no sin, so that way we might become the righteousness of God. And then it says in him. Um, Isn't that he, a
1: Chris Tomlin song? <laughs> he, he became yes. sin, who knew no sin. What
0: was that, uh, uh,
1: that, we might become his righteousness. Uh, something, love so amazing. Love so amazing. Jesus Messiah. Jesus Jesus Messiah. Messiah. I'm like, like, where is it? (laughs) I'm sorry. People probably were
0: like, come on, Mark. Ryan Laux, man, he's probably saying, bro, we we know this one. Like, come on, come on, come on. Wow,
1: we really struggled for that one, we? (laughs) did struggle. It's late. This is episode three. Uh,
0: Hebrews 4.15 says, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize in our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet he is without sin. Mm -hmm. So we know for a fact that Jesus was sinless. He remained sinless, yet he was without sin, and that he became sin when he died on the cross. Mm -hmm. We also know about Jesus that he fully obeyed God the Father in everything that he did. John 17, 4 says, I glorified Jesus, being I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And then in Hebrews 5, 8 through 9, it says, Although he, being Jesus, was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obeyed him now obviously there's a lot more we talk about jesus but right off the bat we can know that if jesus was if if john was baptizing for the repentance of uh, not repentance of sin but John was baptizing a, a baptism of repentance because the kingdom of god was near was it a repentance or was it a baptism for repentance for forgiveness of sin and if jesus went to him to be baptized for forgiveness of sins yet he was without sin what then is the point of the baptism Mm. Like that's kind of still the question that's up in the air for what we're going on. Mm-hmm. So if John was baptized in baptism for repentance, why would Jesus have to be baptized? Did Jesus have sin? Was he still a man? Just wasn't quote unquote, the Christ yet, mm. which goes back into of was God or was Jesus always there at the beginning or was Jesus created set aside for this, but he did not become God
1: yet. Was he Mark Michael, the archangel,
0: right? Like when the Holy spirit descended from heaven to jesus is that the same thing by which we receive god's holy spirit and then that let jesus become the sacrifice for all humanity and now us as christians we talked about a whole lot the last two weeks if you have not listened to the last two episodes Go it back. Ties, and listen to those. It ties
1: directly into this, right? So
0: we're not going to rehash all of that. But we, what I am going to say is, if you ask a Jehovah Witness this question, they will say that Jesus baptism baptism is when the Holy Spirit anointed Jesus as the Christ, and that's when he became the Messiah. So when you pull up the actual, uh, like, the watchtow- like the Watchtower, like the Watchtower booklets or scriptures or doctrinal statements, whatever you want to call them, we actually have two different quotes. One is. Um, from, uh, they're both from 1975. Uh, the first quote said this, when did Jesus become actually quote unquote, Christ, the Lord, not on the eighth day of his birth. When he was circumcised, he was not anointed on that day. It was when he was 30 years old. And then it continues and says, Jesus was anointed with the Holy spirit after his baptism in water. He thus then became Christ or the anointed one. So too with his disciples. So we see a couple of things right here with Jehovah Witness and this is why I wanted to bring in as why does Jesus baptism actually matter in right. terms of the forgiveness and repentance of sins. The Jehovah Witness would say the fact that he was just a man who was created, obviously way better than the rest of us, because he was, you know, God. He was first a creature. He was a, he
1: was a creature made to be the Messiah.
0: Correct. And then it also says, and then his disciples as well. So the which, Jehovah Witness practices the fact that Jesus became the Messiah because he became and dwelt with the Holy Spirit. Which then does that make all of us little? Like his disciples too. So does that make all of us little, little Jesuses, little disciple or little anointed ones?
1: Yeah, and As we well? would, and obviously we would totally disagree with the watchtower on this one. And we would, <laughs> and, and
0: rather than saying hearsay, hearsay, we're just going to let the Bible speak for itself because Jehovah's Witnesses apparently listen to the Bible too, according to what they say.
1: Well, what Bible? <laughs> well, exactly. So
0: we read in Luke 2, though, right off the bat, when Jesus' birth was announced to the shepherds, it says this in Luke chapter 2, very common Christmas passage. Verse 8 says, In the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock of sheep. Well, I added up sheep. Their flock. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the city of David, a Savior was born for you, who is the Messiah,
1: Mm. the Lord. This will
0: be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped tightly in cloth, lying in a manger. So
1: what you're saying is Jehovah Witnesses ain't got Luke 2 in their Bibles correct
0: <laughs> but but seriously but but the but the angel of the now we don't know which angel it was if it was you know michael or gabriel we don't know it just says the angel the, angels angels of the, the lord, lord said before right. them and it says that a savior was born today not so he wasn't anointed on the eighth day or when he was 30 at his baptism he showed up as the savior of the world mm. as the messiah as mm. the king so then that goes back to the question of if if jesus baptism didn't make him the messiah or the anointed one why on earth was jesus baptized and this is where we're going to have a whole lot of fun all right I love so it. first we need to see the true purpose and understand in the jewish culture of just why jesus was Baptizing, um, John Piper says this in an article about when you said, why would Jesus baptize? This came straight from that article. It says this, Matthew 3, 6 says that the people were coming to be baptizing, confessing their sins. And then he quotes John in Matthew 3, 11, I baptize you with water for repentance. So Matthew was making plain that the purpose of John's baptism was to provide an occasion for Jewish people to confess their sins and repent and get right with God. This is the first thing. Second, John makes clear that his baptism of repentance is bringing into being a people of God for the coming Messiah. Mm. And that he is bringing the people into being with an identity that is not identical with their Jewishness, but instead of their repentance. Because we see when John says, he goes, basically, who gives a rip if you're if Abraham's your daddy? He's, yeah. I, God, he can make stones, he can make stones into it. Airs, so, right. so what he was saying was the fact that who really cares who you're... Who, 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 who you're Father is that doesn't right. make you anything special to God, but your repentance and following after Him is really what is the most important thing. So the idea was the fact that John was trying to turn the Jewish people's eyes into focusing not just on the fact of we're God's people because we're just Israelites, but the fact of we need to follow God and prepare for the coming Messiah and the coming King.
1: Which people need to realize that that was in that culture that was the thing, right? We are we are the chosen people, and and. That's, I mean, the rest of you, that's like the Samaritans. You're not, you're half breeds. You're not part of that. I mean, that was really how they identified it. So for John to come in and say, no, nah, like, it means nothing. Like, that's a statement. That's a huge thing in that culture, huge thing in that culture to say something like that. And it's like, wow. And so the people that were uh, coming to John and, and repenting and being baptized to follow God, right, The the, the to, to join the forerunner in, in preparation for the Messiah – that was a huge deal. They were they were foregoing their identity as the Jewish people. And they were preparing themselves to follow this Messiah because right. John
0: was saying, "Like, look, be baptized because the kingdom of God is near. Right, exactly. So it's more the fact of cleanse yourself, get yourself ready, get your eyes and mind focused because homeboy's coming. Right. Jesus is coming. Well, they don't know it's Jesus, but the Messiah, the promised one, the anointed one, the Savior, the King, he's coming. And he's coming really, really soon. So y'all best get ready and get ready to go. Right. But then that's when the Pharisees kick back and go, like, No, we have our customs. We have our cultures. We have our we have the entire Torah. We have the books of the law that we can follow. We don't we're good. Right? And we're Israelites, so who really cares at the end of the day? We're because the chosen God people. chose us so we right. can uh, so it's kinda of whatever. Right. Uh, it it kinda of reminds me of a should we keep sinning so that we grace may abound. And God the fact forbid. Of who really gives a rip because we're Israelites? Right. Yep. And now I I do want to say that I we we don't want to discredit the fact that the Israelites were God's chosen people. And still are. And still are. Right. However, God's chosen people now encompass the spiritual Israel right. of the church. So we're John, we're, we're the grafted. Right. Vine. And here's the other They're thing. They're still too. the original vine, but we're the graph. And here's vine. the other thing that we need to re- realize, too. And this also, is, this actually isn't in my notes. It's just me thinking of the fact of the only person who can forgive sins is God. Right. All the Jews knew it. All the Pharisees knew it. All yep. the different people knew it because they said, Who is Jesus? Like they say, but Jesus, Who who are
1: you to forgive sins? Only God can forgive sins. Like, well, so John, it was wasn't, a- John wasn't forgiving nobody's sins. Right. No. No. He was telling them to repent and be baptized, is what he was doing. He wasn't forgiving the sins. No, he wasn't actually forgiving the sins. But that was sins. why it was such a big deal when you know people go, well, Jesus never claimed to be God. Well, he, not in those words of, hey, I'm God. He claimed it in ways of repenting. of sin. I mean, Jesus constantly revealed himself as the Son of God by forgiveness of sins, as we just stated. The only person in that Jewish culture that could do the forgiveness of sins or through any culture, really, is God. So for Jesus to say, uh, go your uh, pick up your mat and go your way. Your, your sins, are, sins forgiven. are forgiven. That's a huge statement. He's claiming to be God. And again, when he says, "Before Abraham uh, was, I am, I am," that's another statement. I because, mean, he's constantly claiming it. Because constantly. even
0: the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the scribes, you know, the Sanhedrin, all of them knew that God forgave sins. The sacrifices right. didn't forgive the sins. The sacrifices were made so, and then God responded in the forgiveness of exactly. those sins. The Day of Atonement. Um, the sacrificial, of, the sacrifice of the lamb, which we'll yep. get into all those different things later. But right off the bat, we have to know that John was not forgiven. No, He, he was, he was forgiven nobody's sins. Nope. And his baptism wasn't just for forgiveness of sins. People were confessing their sins, their shortcomings against God, right. repenting that. no, I need to get my mind and eyes focused back on the coming king of Messiah, get back on track. And that's what that baptism was actually signifying. Yep. So when Jesus went to John, this is proven in the fact that John's like, uh, Nah, bro, like, um, why, I'm not baptizing you. I, don't, I have right. no reason to baptize you. In fact, you should baptize me so that way I'm prepared for your coming because he even said, you know, behold the Lamb of God, which takes
1: away the sins of the world. Right. He called out the Messiah in front of everybody. Which is one of the reasons why he had to be baptized, right? It was the affirmation of who the Son of God was. By them listening to John... And him be preparing the way and re- come and repent and be baptized for the kingdom of God at his hand. And when he say, makes that statement, look, there he is. That's a, that's the him affirming that there's the Son of God. And John didn't want
0: to be there's baptized. There's the Messiah. Yeah, and, and then, then Jesus was like, no, 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 you got to do it, bro. And it wasn't
1: forcing for an anointing. And by Jesus saying that, he's affirming that John is doing the will of the heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. Because Christ does the will of the Father. Jesus does the will of the Father, and so by Jesus going and being baptized, he's saying, "John, you're doing the will of the Father." So that was uh, one. And so let's go into that a little further. What does it
0: mean to fulfill the will of the Father? In the text, it says that Jesus told John that, "No, no, no, you know, just just this time, permit, like, like, please baptize me, so that way we can fulfill all righteousness." So the question then is, what does fulfill all righteousness means? And I believe it means that Jesus came to fulfill the calling that the Messiah is here. Mm. The fact that John was saying the Messiah is coming, the Messiah is coming, repent and be ready to go. And Jesus was like, no, no, we need to fulfill all righteousness. Right. The fact of, and, and obviously when we're, when Jesus baptized, he, he identifies with us in our baptism. Well we'll, well, we'll talk about that later on, but it's, it's almost, for me, it's almost like the fact of the Messiah is the coming, the
1: Messiah is coming, the Messiah is coming, and then boom, the Messiah is here. Right. You know, well, don't forget that, uh, you know, they, they took, John, even the Pharisees took John as some, basically a Crazy prophet. Dude. No, like a prophet, mm. because, uh, you know that's why they were stumped when Jesus said, "Well, uh, who was John? Was John from God or was John from Satan?" And they wouldn't answer. You know what I mean? Because they knew either uh, the people revered him as a prophet, mm-hmm. so if they said he was from Satan, uh, he would have they would have gotten a, a lashing from the people. But if they said he was from God, then Jesus would have responded, why did you kill him?" Or, or you know why, why didn't you? Or I'm sorry. Why did you? Why didn't you listen to him? And so uh it's a big deal. This is a huge deal. This this moment in scripture it's so easily passed over. Of oh yeah, look, it's just the triune God, and and we see the Father. You know, this was the the start of Jesus's earthly ministry. I heard that so many times. This this was the beginning of it. Okay, yeah, you, you're which right. is true. We, we, we I mean, that's that. where I'm we see it starts it. with Mark, and we yeah. see it. Yeah, we I, I see that, but. There's so much more when you look at the culture of things and everything that's surrounding this pinnacle moment of the fulfillness of you know Christ said He did not come to do away with the law but to fulfill it and the the constant of the prophets of foretelling uh, of Christ's coming and then John coming on scene as the forerunner saying hey the kingdom of God is at hand and then Christ at this pinnacle moment this is where it's like boom this is the this is the the pinnacle moment of john's ministry the fulfillness of the messiah coming like the messiah is here now
0: yeah and and i want to read an article that jonathan pennington wrote not the whole article but a part of it and he wrote this for the gospel coalition asking the same question of why was jesus baptized and he says this we under we uh we must understand what the word repentance means today this word often evokes the image of someone on the street corner with a sandwich board sign that says the end is near biblical repentance is broader and tuned differently the call to repent for the kingdom of heaven is near is an urgent invitation to reorientate your values, habits, loves, thinkings and behavior according to a different understanding, one rooted in the revelation of God's nature and coming reign. In short, repentance means become a disciple, which we've talked about mm-hmm. <laughs> in recent ep- or past episodes. Jesus Jesus repents not in the sense of turning from his sin or from from his sin or just sin, which our repentance necessarily includes this where he does not but in the sense of dedicating himself to follow God's will fully on earth. Thus, the qualms we, and John the Baptizer, may have about why Jesus would undergo John's baptism dissipates. Even as a virgin-born, divine incarnate, unique person in this world, the Son desires to be wholeheartedly obedient to the Father, which is righteousness. Thus, he must submit to the God-ordained message of life dedicated preached by John. This call to fulfillment of all righteousness taps into what Matthew has been arguing repeatedly from the beginning of the book and what he continues to do with the following stories. Jesus is the fulfillment of all of God's work in the world. He is the final goal and consummation of, uh, of all God's saving activity. God sent John as the first herald of the king's return. Now, Jesus comes in line with this and fulfills it by submitting to John's baptism. Yes, sir. So then the next question is, is so why did Jesus go to be baptized by John? And it wasn't so that he would be anointed by Christ. It wasn't because he needed to confess his sins and turn to God because he was going the wrong way. It was to tell the world that the person that they were looking for, the person that they were longing for, has finally come. Yep. So then the question then flips into, okay, so what does this mean for
1: us today? Oh, well, we kind of had an episode on baptism at one point, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well... Why don't you go ahead and enlighten us? What, what does it mean today for us?
0: So when we are baptized, we are identifying with Jesus' baptism in that he is king, that the Messiah has come. Mm-hmm. So when we are baptized, this is why we both believe in what's called um, not paedo-baptism, but anabaptism, which are you baptize after you believe, not to right. be part of the physical family, is the fact of you are... You know, identifying with Jesus and the fact of Jesus is King, and I am proclaiming all of that. I am rep- it's the idea. Of I'm repenting. I'm following God's will with everything. So that's why we yeah. call baptism a public declaration of like it's it's an outward expression of an inward, inward transformation. Right. Is really what it is. Is that it doesn't save you in the same way that John's baptism saves you. It's the fact of you're telling the world of I'm following God the Father. And right. I'm going to follow well, the rest and of my life. And it's you know? first
1: act of obedience, right? Right, because
0: Jesus says, you know, and baptize, teaching them everything I commanded you, and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: Which it's it's doing this. It's not the same, but it's doing similar, uh, similar meaning to John's baptism, right? right. Of, of realigning. Right, you're realigning with God. It's a it's a declaration. It's a realignment with I'm submitting myself and surrendering my life to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords.
0: Yep, and John baptized baptism, you know, is telling people, yes, I'm ready for the Messiah, and us is the fact of, I mean, in reality, yeah, we're ready for the Messiah to come back. Heck yeah, we are. that's part of what it is too. And so when we're baptized, we are being buried with Jesus. We are buried in the likeness of his death and then raised to walk in life in him. And we get this from Romans 6, 1 through 11. And it says, What should we say then? Should we continue in sin so the way grace may abound or multiply? <laughs> Absolutely not. How can we who have died to sin still live in it? Are you unaware that all of us who are baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death. In order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we may too walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in the likeness of his death, we will certainly also be in the likeness of his resurrection. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by Sid might be rendered powerless, so that we're no longer enslaved to sin, since a person who has died is freed from sin sin now if we died with Christ we believe that we will also live with him because we know that Christ having been raised from the dead won't die again death no longer rules over him for the uh, for the death he died he died to sin once for all time but the life he lives he lives to God so you two consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ I love it. Let's keep going. So when we were baptized, it shows our obedience to Jesus in the exact same way that Jesus was obedience. To the Father, which we talked about with the, the yep. Great Commission. Yep. But including being obedient to die for the sins of mankind. Not for us, but Jesus. Right. The fact that Jesus obeyed the God all the way till death, in the same way that when we're baptized, we're declaring that we will follow, G- yeah, follow right. God all the way.
1: We're showing obedience to Jesus just like Jesus was in obedience to the Father.
0: Yep. And so we read that in Philippians 2, where it says adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who existed in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form. Of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity, and when he had came, well, and when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by being obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. The Father. Boom. So the question then is what do we do with all this? What like like, like how do we land the planet
1: after the end of this conversation, man? Yeah it, it uh it, Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious of the same thing. No, I, I mean it, it it it's kind of everything, right? So so we see why Jesus needed to be baptized. And it wasn't that he needed to be baptized to wash away because sins sin, or repentance sinner, or anything. Right. It was it had nothing to do with that. It had to do with the fulfillment of righteousness, had to do with the affirmation of of his ministry, John's ministry, the affirmation of the coming Messiah, the fulfillment of the of the coming Messiah, and all these other things in which we talked about, uh, it's just again, like I said in the past couple of weeks with uh, our study on the Trinity, it's just it amazes me, it excites me that this is the King who we serve. This is who we get to serve, right? It's the it's the opportunity. That we have been given the gift we've been given to be able to serve. And some people take it as a burden of oh, I gotta follow all these rules. And I'm like, follow what rules? Like these rules, this is nothing. Like, do, do you realize that the obedience to Christ is so easy? It is easy if we surrender. Mm-hmm. If if we stop looking now to ourselves, it's not always easy though. I'm not saying the life is easy. I'm yeah. talking about I'm talking about obeying Christ is easy. If you surrender your wants and needs.
0: And, you know, it's so funny because there's so many times where people talk about, oh, you don't have freedom to go do this and this and this and this and this. And I'm like, I'm looking at people and I'm going, well, I, I don't want to do that. Right. And like I'm talking right. about like the people who are, I I, I mean, it's, it's all the sin of the world where it comes to, you know, casual sex, sleeping around, right. all the drugs, alcohol use, all the partying, all the this, all the that. And I'm like, you're a slave to yourself. You're a slave right. to the sin. And that's not to say if we, you know. This is where people, I think, tend to struggle with their faith. The fact of, oh, well, if I'm really saved, I wouldn't struggle with this sin. But I also believe that we all have different weaknesses that we have to rely on God's strength for. Right. In the same way that my weaknesses aren't your weaknesses, hmm. but we both have different weaknesses that we will struggle with the rest of our life, kind of what the Apostle Paul said, where he goes, you know, man, there's some stuff that I know I should do, but I don't, and then I don't do the things I should do.
1: Yeah. You know, it's a clear, uh, 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 not clear, uh, it's a... Um I'm struggling to find my words now. This late at night. Uh, what's a cool picture? I, I just thought of this. And okay. I, correct me if I get crossing lines here, but it's kind of cool. Again, we look at John, right? A Levitical priest, or from the line of a Levitical priest, presenting and washing and cleansing. Well, cleansing in a way, you know, uh, making himself, making others, uh, washing, washing away. The, not sins, but like repentance, mm-hmm. baptizing them to repentance, the ceremonial cleansing. That's what the word I'm looking for. Okay, okay. Do, Doing some ceremonial cleansing and then the lamb of God, the sacrifice whom the Levites offered the sacrifices to God for the sins of the, of the Israelites, the lamb comes and goes, Hey, I need you to
0: like, like presenting him clean.
1: So he, so after he comes and he and he's raised up out of the water, right? And, and God says, "This is my son, whom I'm well pleased." God the Father says that, and the and the, the Holy Spirit descends like a dove onto him. You have a Levitical priest basically presenting the the ultimate sacrificial lamb for the forgiveness of sins for the world. I was just sitting here thinking about that and like, how and cool God was is that? Pleased in that, and he was so pleased in that. That was the the pinnacle fulfillment of his entire plan of of everything. Right? How cool is that? How cool is it that back in the time of Moses when the priesthood was set up, that, that you follow the line. Everybody, we, we always follow the line of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. But now we're following the line of Levi, the priest, through Aaron and everything else. And, and the person who's presenting the Lamb of God, the one who takes away the sins of the world, right, as, mm-hmm. as John calls out, is the, of the line of the Levitical priests. That's just so cool to me.
0: And then there's also the flip side too. And I was just, you know, thinking while you were talking, the fact of, uh, I can't remember where we read it, where the fact of no servant is greater than their master and right. everything that I call you to do, I'm going to do as well. Right. And so when Jesus calls us to be baptized in, in accordance to following after, our commitment to follow God with our entire life, Jesus proved that he was going to do it as baptism too. Right, And so it's kind of like when, when, when you're talking about this, I, I, to be honest with you, like, I, I mean, I read a little bit about like, you know, the, the Levitical priesthood of, 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 um, of John the baptizer and what that kind of means. But when you look at it full picture, again, this kind of goes back to the fact that the old Testament was looking forward and pointing everything in uh, this direction. Yes, yes. But you know, with us then being baptized, we're not being baptized as a forgiveness of sin. I mean, we both don't believe that baptism seals our salvation because no. what's what's the sign of the new covenant? It's the circumcision of the heart, right. not baptism. So when we are baptized, we are, you know, identifying with Jesus' death and resurrection, and that in one day, in the same way that Jesus died and rose again and still is living, one day we'll die, but we'll also rise again and live for live for eternity with, right. with God in that regard. So was Jesus' baptism a big deal. Well, I think it was Heck big enough yeah. for most of the gospel writers to write about it.
1: Yeah, well and talk it, about it. I mean it's a huge deal. It's it's the the crown jewel movement of of what everything had been leading up to.
0: But I think you're right with lean into the, the, the idea of the fact that it was presenting Jesus as the perfect sacrifice because Luke skips over the actual physical baptism part and just basically said John would baptize it, and then he declared that this was the Son of God who had to take away the sins of
1: the world. He, he, uh, that he, was a
0: central focus in that.
1: Right, and so that's what I'm, I guess, as I'm sitting here thinking about it more and more, you just constantly see the, the symbolism and how only God could orchestrate that a Levitical priest would be the one doing this in the Jordan River at the time, and Christ then goes, okay, I'm going to go here and do all these things that we've talked about And now John, the Levitical priest, who God established the line of the Levitical priests back in the day, back in the day, a thousand years before or whatever it was. I don't know if it was a thousand, but a long time (laughs) before that. And now he's presenting the sacrificial lamb to God. And God is pleased. Time for... Fun facts with February.
0: <laughs> well, my dude, we might be done with this episode before an hour. What? I feel like we get a record. We should get a plaque or a trophy for that one.
1: Well, We did the Thanksgiving one in under 30 minutes. That's true. I mean, we could stall for five minutes if we really want to. Well, I mean, by the time we do the fun fact and then do the outro, you know it's going to be over.
0: Well, we'll find out. Let's just get into that fun fact. People are waiting for it, and we're stalling, bro. So what fun, and I didn't look again, So what fun fact do you have for us today? So being
1: being that we like uh, late night snacks, I I just figured I'd bring this one in. Uh, Did you know that Wally Amos is responsible for making more than just cookies famous? Do you know who Amos is? I don't know Wally who. Amos? I, don't, I don't. know who. Wally so you Amos. may be familiar Phil, with Wally Famous Amos. You ever heard of Famous Amos? No. Nope. Awesome. Oh, good cookies. Nope. Uh, thanks to his packaging, uh, packaged chocolate chip cookies. But before he worked his magic on the sweet treats, he was in the business of making people famous.
0: Making people famous. Yep. Okay. Biography
1: reports he discovered and signed folk duo Simon and Garfunkel, and was a talent rep for acts like Diana Ross, Sam oh, Cooke, and on. Marvin Gaye. Yeah, this guy guy makes a specialty out of chocolate chip cookies, and he's a talent rep. Dude,
0: how crazy is that? Like, hearing about all these people's amazing talents, just like anything they touch turns into gold. Yeah, that's this guy. um, I read a fun fact today about uh, who, um, leave it to Beaver, who's the goofy cop?
1: You're not you're thinking of the Andy Griffith show. Well, Andy Griffith. Thinking thinking yeah, Andy Griffith So, so Andy
0: Griffith. So did you know that in the in World War II, he was actually traveled around as a ventriloquist Vantriloqu- yep. as part of the comedy show to yep. keep the spirits up for the the And he
1: got several medals for it Several too. medals for yep. it and then he did a bunch of other stuff and then he became and Barney. Yeah, same. I saw that same Today, meme. you saw that on Facebook? Uh, I saw it probably two weeks ago. That's pretty sweet. You're a little behind the times. You
0: know what else bro. is pretty sweet? That people could see some of these memes on the RTC Facebook group when we share them into the Facebook group. You can, you can. Man, I've been, I'm getting real good at these transitions into the Facebook group. <laughs> We've been pushing the Facebook group so hard because here's why. Okay, so Instagram, you know, we can post content and pictures and reels and whatever, and you guys can like them and comment on them. We can do stuff on Facebook, and you guys can like it. But the cool thing with the Facebook group is we can actually interact with you guys and you guys... In- I, my microphone just <laughs> fell. And you guys also interact with other other listeners and Christians who are asking the same questions you guys are. I'm going to talk to my mic. You take it. I'm going to fix my microphone. The,
1: the, the other thing is, is Mark gets kind of lonely. This is why he pushes the Facebook group so hard. <laughs> he loves to interact. Bro, I got and
0: seven kids and I work from home.
1: He's kind of lonely. and am so, like, so
0: lonely. He's like, look,
1: rather than... Talk, I am so low. Rather than talk to the kids, I'd rather I'd rather talk to you guys. <laughs> yeah, you bet. I will talk Dogs. to you all day long, girl. I'm totally kidding. Oh, totally goodness. Well, do how
0: else could they connect with but us? But if man? you
1: haven't already checked us out on YouTube, which uh if you have, you're seeing this right now. Ta-da! Uh, you can go over to YouTube, type in real talk Christian podcast, hit the subscribe button, Ding! hit the bell notification. Oh, I was too and- sure. I'm sorry. Ding. Check us out every time we're on.
0: I love it, man. If you have any other questions you would love for us to answer on the show, go to realtalkchristianpodcast.com. Fill out that contact form, and we would love to answer your question on a future show. Well, our music is almost done, so should should we
1: let them go? We should just let them
0: go. Awesome. Hey, we love you guys. So until next time. Take it easy.